0: Hey everybody, welcome to my podcast. I hope you're doing well. I'm really looking forward to talking to you today, and I'm sure it's going to be a great episode. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. And hey, just as a reminder, if you enjoy what you're hearing, if you like what you heard, feel free to share this with your friends and family, and make sure you send me a message. Let me know what you thought. Make sure you you let me know if there's something I could have done better or something you'd like to hear me talk about. If something stuck out and you really appreciated it, let me know that as well. You can find me on Facebook, Kevin Blaney. You can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'm all over the place, but hey, reach out to me, send me a text, give me a phone call. I'd love to hear from you. Guys, let's get on with the show. Hey guys, welcome back. Let's get into it. So I was looking through some emails here, getting ready to go back to school. So for those of you who don't know, uh, I'll go over it again. I'm actually working towards a career in aviation, and if everything goes well, it's probably going to take about another year of school, maybe a year and a half. Uh, Something kind of happened at Fairmont State, and it kind of bugs me. So let me jump into this first, and then I'll go over to what I was wanting to talk about originally. So I took off some time from school, not really because I wanted to, but mostly because I didn't want to go into debt going to school. I don't want to rack up student loans. I don't want to have trouble with that. I I don't want to get behind as far as my house is concerned. The goal is to to move through life without getting into too much debt and to save for retirement and be ready to move into this job, this career in aviation, hopefully a career flying for a living. That is my goal. Now, I took off a year and paid down roughly about $13,000 worth of debt while paying all my other bills and, and staying current on whatever I needed to pay. So that's, in my mind, not too bad while you're still surviving and, and you know paying your bills. However, something happened while I was gone. Essentially, the aviation program was under the science technology wing at Fairmont State. While I was gone, they had started the transition over to the business side, the business management side of the school. Well, that's all well and good. But whenever I came back to school after taking a year off, I scheduled all of my classes based on what was required for the science and technology curriculum with which I was associated, with which I was already under. And it allowed me to pick my classes. And whenever I went on to Degree Works, it had me pick my classes in accordance with what it was saying that I needed. Right. So. It wasn't my fault. The classes that I took, whenever I went back last spring, uh, last fall, rather, I took the classes that were necessary for that degree track. After those classes had started, probably a week or two in, I go to my degree works to see how, how things are going to go after these classes are over, and my degree works went from being 83% of the way complete back to being about 67% of the way, and I thought, well, what is going on here? And I went and looked, and essentially, since the science and technology side was removed and the business side was added, excuse me, there were a lot of safety courses that we were required to have under the old curriculum that had disappeared that I had not taken, but I had taken all my math and some other things that I needed. And classes that I were taking for that semester were no longer going to count towards the new curriculum. That means that the math that I had before, I had uh, Tech Math 1 and Tech Math 2 and Aviation Physics, um, not all of those worked towards the degree that they now had me in, the the curriculum that they currently have me in. Also, I had American History 2 and probably the hardest class I took so far, thus far in school, which is uh, Logic and Critical Reasoning, uh, which... I actually you know, thought I would fly through that. I thought that'd be easy. I do tend to have more of a logical mind, uh, more you know uh, more logic based, rather. And I didn't think that would be all that difficult. It actually was a pretty hard class, but it was nothing like I was expecting. I thought we were going to do more arguing. Uh, and more rationalizing. And it really wasn't that so much. It was more terminology and things of that sort, proofs, uh, which I had no desire to do. Uh, But I digress. Those things didn't count at all. And they weren't even counted as credits for electives. Uh, So they didn't even help with that. So essentially, I lost a semester there. That put me half a semester behind. But also because I have classes now in business that I well, you know, wasn't planning on taking before, now I have a full year in addition to, to do those classes that need to be done. So I say all that to say, fortunately, I got in touch with my uh, counselor and I got in touch with the dean, which is uh, Dean Oxley at Fairmont State. And I told him, look, you know, they have me down for SOAR, which is a freshman level class. I'm a senior now. I shouldn't have to take that. They did remove that from me since I had more than I think thirty credit hours. Uh, they go ahead and remove that. Also, I had all the math that was required for the previous curriculum, so they went in and they did a substitution. Since I took Tech Math One and Two and Physics, they gave me the substitution to help there. Now I'm not going to get any more help with these business classes because they are required, but it it kind of you know rubs me the wrong way that essentially. I didn't get to graduate with my class because I stayed out a year. That's fine. But what happened because of this whole mess, it's put me not a year behind. It's put me about a year and a half to two and a half years behind, depending on how things shake out. If I were to take six classes this fall, I'm scheduled for four right now. If I were to take six this fall and four or five in the spring, I could graduate this year. However, I don't want to just run through the program just to run through the program. My goal of coming to school is to learn, is to, you know, gain knowledge, is to get good grades and to do well so that whenever I get my job in aviation, hopefully a pilot, I will be able to apply the things which I've learned and I will be a better candidate than anyone else out there. You have to remember, I'm not out there to make friends. I'm out there to compete for the position and I want to be the best candidate for that job that I can be. Age is not on my side. I'm going into this as uh, more than an adult. Uh, uh, you know, I'm in my, I guess, third year crisis. Uh, you know, a third of my life is, is over. So I'm going into this and I will be competing with, with kids, literally, that are, that are young enough to be my son or my daughter. So I have to take every opportunity I can to make it through school, get good grades, have uh, experience which will help me that won't help them. I will have that experience that will assist me. But that also means I need to make more money when I start than they do because I have more bills to pay uh, and more things I need to take care of. Saying all that, I'm excited to get back to school on Monday. It's going to be great to be back and learning again. I have quite a few classes. Like I said, I actually have three classes, not four. Uh, I have a uh, an intro to marketing class, which should be fun. I have an accounting class that I need to take. And I also have a maintenance management class that I'm really excited about. The professor that's going to teach that I've never had before. And uh, I'm really excited for that. Lastly, it's not a class, but you schedule for it as a class. So it's it's three credit hours But it's not a class. What it is, it's an industry research um, credit, uh, three credits. So essentially, I'll be writing a paper on the industry, the aviation industry. I can write about individual uh, companies. I can write about the the industry as a whole, where I think it's going, problems, solutions, things of that sort. I'll be talking about SpaceX, no doubt about it. They're the most interesting thing to me going on right now. But I say all that to say I went to get my ID today. And I was looking over an email before I went to do that just to see what is going to transpire this semester. And whenever I look at the top of the email, and actually I think, yeah, I was going to bring it up, but let me just read you what I screenshotted here. Um, It says that vaccinated individuals will no longer be required to wear a mask on campus. Fairmont State University values health, safety, and honesty. We believe that this expectation will be honored by our campus, community, and visitors. Faculty, staff, and students are encouraged to register. Now, it says encouraged, but that's not what they mean, and I'll give you more reason as to why that's uh, not true. Faculty, staff, and students are encouraged to register your vaccination status to assist with tracking of the university's vaccination percentages. Vaccination buddy cards, oh, Vaccination buddy cards can be worn, which can be worn rather, along with your Fairmont State identification will be available for those individuals who wish to share their vaccination status with others. Buddy cards may provide comfort to students or coworkers who may be anxious about the vaccination status of others on campus and encourage others to get vaccinated. If you have voluntarily registered your vaccination status, you may pick up your buddy card along with your new Fairmont state identification. Okay. So what they said here is not true because when I went to get my card today, when I went to get my new identification, they asked if I had a, uh, a vaccination, if I was vaccinated, they said, sir, are you, uh, are you vaccinated or are you not? And I said, yeah, I'm taken care of. Yes, I'm taken care of. That's what I said. Exactly. The words I said. So they said, okay, well, um, well, if you're not vaccinated, you need to wear a mask. And I said, I'm fine. I am fine. I've had the virus 99% chance that I've had the virus. According to a family friend of mine, who's an orthopedic surgeon, he is, <coughs> he is a very respected doctor. He knows what he's talking about. And most likely I was 99 per, he was 99% sure that I had the virus. I lost my taste and I lost my sense of smell. I had both of those were lost for at least a week. Um, I had the virus. I'm convinced it didn't kill me. It didn't make me sick. I wasn't tired. I coughed a little bit and I just felt almost like it was seasonal allergies. It didn't wear me down. It didn't make me feel bad. I didn't have a headache or anything of that sort. Uh, It was not the end of the world. And my parents both had it as well. And they never went to the hospital either. It did not hurt them. It was not a big deal. I've had motion sickness that was worse now. I understand, and I can be a little bit um, understanding, a little bit, that there are people that might be affected more so than I was. There are people who have peanut allergies. I don't. Just because someone has a peanut allergy does not mean I think that, uh, you know, that the world's greatest candy bar, essentially uh, a Reese cup, should be banned. You know, if you are allergic to peanuts, then don't eat peanut butter. Mm, don't eat other nuts, don't eat things that are going to flare up your allergy. But that doesn't mean that other people around you should quit enjoying their life and enjoying things that they like just because you're susceptible to it. See, we've gotten into this society, this belief that because somebody might feel poorly or feel badly, that we need to just quit doing things because it's not fair. Life is not fair. Bill Gates is a billionaire. I am not. Does that mean that I should have part of his wealth? No, I'm not entitled to it. I haven't offered, obviously, I haven't offered anything to society that is worth billions of dollars. He has. Uh, Steve Jobs was (laughs) quite a rich man. Why? Because my iPhone is amazing. And I don't care what you Samsung people say. I like my Samsung TV screens. I don't want a Samsung phone. Um, I never use my tab. I use my iPad. I use my uh, you know, my cell phone. I use my MacBook Air. I use my Apple products, and I love those Apple products because they work. They work. I don't have to do anything. They work. So I believe that Steve Jobs should have been a very wealthy man. Uh, I believe that Apple as a company should do very well. I think they should be very successful, and I think they should make a lot of money. I think they've earned it. I think they deserve it. That being said... You know, it kind of bothers me that we have people who are jealous of others, and you can see it right in this. We have people here. It says, uh, you know, you can, you can wear that buddy card, uh, which you can wear, and it says that they may provide comfort to students or coworkers who may be anxious about the vi- uh, vaccination status of others. Who cares how they feel? If they're scared to death of the virus, go home. Find a job working on a computer from your house. If the virus scares you that much, find a job, find a place where someone will pay you to to essentially stay away from everyone, to live your life in complete seclusion. If that's what you want, then do that. But don't tell me that I should have to wear a mask or get a vaccine. Uh, well, it's not even a vaccination. That I should have to get a shot of some unknown origin, uh, unknown ingredients. I should not have to do that just to make somebody feel good. And that's what this is about. This is not about the virus. You know it. I know it. It's not about the virus. You can still get the virus. You can still spread the virus with this uh, shot. So it's not a vaccination. You know, I got vaccinated whenever I was little. I got the mumps and measles, rubella, whatever it is. I got the, you know, uh, uh, polio, you know, all that stuff. You get those things. And guess what? I've never had polio. I've, I've, I haven't been sent to a wheelchair. I haven't had to live in an iron lung. I got vaccinated from it and I'm safe. This is not a vaccination. If you can still get the virus, if you can still pass the virus on to others, if you can reinfect and be infected, you are not protected from it. So this isn't a vaccination per se. Not in the not in the strictest sense like I'm trying to to you know to describe it. So that being said, I really don't care what anybody thinks about this virus because everyone's going to get it. Everyone either has or will get it. The fact of the matter is what we're doing is we are prolonging these bad effects other than just getting through it. You can look at these other countries that didn't shut down like we did, and they're through it. It's over. They don't have to worry about it anymore. But we just keep holding it out and holding it out longer and longer because it might provide comfort to students and coworkers who may be anxious about the status of others. Let me ask you, since the Spanish flu of, I believe, the 1918s, uh, 19, 17, 18, 19 around there, I wasn't alive. So I'm not exactly sure. It really doesn't interest me one way or the other. Other than that, we have never responded like this before. And Fauci even said it, that liar, that punk Fauci even said it in March of last year, People should not be wearing masks. It was one of the very few times that he was open and honest with the American people. Fauci even said that wearing a mask during an outbreak, during this pandemic, uh, doesn't make sense. That, you know, yeah, it might stop a droplet or two, but it doesn't provide. And these are his words. His words verbatim, unless my memory is wrong. It does not provide the perfect protection that people think it does. He said people shouldn't be wearing masks. That's what he said. And he was actually right then. And as we've seen, (coughs) excuse me, he's, he's a politician. He's on TV more than most news hosts and he's loving it. He was the highest paid federal employee last year and the man has done nothing to save lives. In fact, I believe that he's caused more people to die by these stupid, stupid lockdowns. I don't agree with these lockdowns, the mandates, uh, baby dog knows nothing. And, uh, you know, Jim justice is in my mind, he's a fool. For what he's said, for the language he's used, uh, putting down people who disagree with him, uh, I think he's being especially foolish. And I don't think he has any business telling me how to live my life. He works for me, not the other way around. He's not my president. Uh, Biden, if he's going to be in the White House, works for me, not the other way around. And I'm tired of people thinking that these people are out for our best interests because they're not. These people are out for themselves and nothing more. And you can see that whenever they get elected, what do they do? They work on their reelection. They don't work for you. They don't try and help you out. They don't try and help me. They're only there for themselves. So I told you, I have no intentions to wear a mask, none at all. So now that we know that vaccinated individuals will no longer be required to wear a mask on campus, let's see about those who are not, quote unquote, vaccinated. Number five in the email You will be responsible for taking several steps if you choose not to register your vaccine. It's not a vaccine. It is not a vaccine. It is not a vaccine. What does this mean for you? If you do not register your vaccine, you will be directed to do the following. Participate fully in contact tracing. Okay, so there you go. Telling people about where you go, what you're doing, where you've been. None of their business none of their business. I don't pay $4,500 a semester for them to worry about me and if I have the sniffles. It's none of their business, and it's none of anybody else's business. Step two, complete the illness reporting form unless symptomatic. I'm not filling out any form. I'll tell you where you can stick that form. I don't want to have anything to do with it. It's none of your business, and I don't care to do it. Quarantine if exposed to someone who is COVID-19 positive or is symptomatic. And step four, continue to wear a mask while indoors except when alone in your private office. Okay, so let me ask you a question. You have the quote unquote vaccine. You can still give it to other people. You can still get the virus. Why is it that they don't have to wear the mask and I do? You can still get the virus. You can still be hospitalized for the virus. You can still die from the virus. You can even die from the, quote, vaccine, unquote. So why should it be any different for one or the other? I'll tell you why. Because it, it, it's, it's all virtue signaling. That's all it is. It's virtue signaling for people who really have nothing better to do with their lives but be worried about what other people do. Like I said, there are people out there, and we know which side of the aisle they're on, that are jealous of the wealth of other people. Those are the kind of people I'm talking about. Those are the Karens of the world. And I I hate to use the word Karen because I do know some good people who are named Karen. But you understand when I use that word, I'm talking about people who are busybodies. The The Bible talks about these people. They're busybodies. They do nothing better than worry about what other people are doing when they ought to be attending to their own lives. They ought not be worried about what other people are doing. You know, I might not drink alcohol. I might not be interested in drinking alcohol. You know what? It's none of my darn business when people buy a a bottle of booze down at the store. It's none of my business when people buy cigarettes down at the store. It's none of my business when people go to their local drug dealer and get some crack cocaine. That's none of my business. As long as they don't bother me, as long as they're not the jerks who are smoking at the Davison Brothers concert when I'm trying to enjoy a concert outdoors uh, and they're not smoking right beside me then, heck, smoke up, you know, smoke that cigarette. That's fine. The fact of the matter is what, they, what these people want to do is they want to tell other people how to live their life. That's not what I want to do. If you're not killing children, we're cool. If you're not molesting little children, <clears throat> like we've seen Biden do on TV, by the way, then I'm cool with you. We're fine. If you can live and let live, then that's fine. If you want to live an alternative lifestyle, that is fine. That is between you and, and God. That is between you and your conscience, you and your morality. That is between you and whatever is a higher power than you. It could be anything in your mind. But we have too many people who are too concerned with what people are doing. In some place, somewhere, someone might be happy. And that's what we have is we have people who are unhappy, who really want to tell you and I how to live our life. I'm actually a pretty happy guy. I'm enjoying this. This is my second podcast of the evening. But you know what I'm not enjoying? I'm not enjoying Fairmont State telling me what I need to do. I pay to go to that school. I'm paying good money to go there. I'm paying good money to go there and to learn and to be comfortable and to be in a position where I can soak in this information that I'm being taught. I don't go there to be told, um, you know, how I'm supposed to be, how, where I'm supposed to be, where I'm not supposed to be, what I'm supposed to be wearing while I'm there or not wearing while I'm there. It's none of their business. I am there to learn. I'm not there to make somebody feel good about themselves. I'm not there to, to make somebody believe that, that what they think is true. That's not why I'm there. And the problem that I have here is that Fairmont state is trying to pick, Uh, winners and losers in this fight. Like I said, the fact of the matter is with or without the mask with or without the quote unquote vaccine, you can still get and give this virus to other people. That's the fact of the matter. That's the fact of the matter. And that's what the statistics say. That's what the science says. And we have people who don't care about the science. They only care about the science when it suits them. These are the people who told us trust the science because we have quote-unquote global warming. These are the people who said we have global cooling just 30, 40, 50 years ago. Somehow it takes 20,000 or 30,000 or 100,000, I don't care, uh, years for these cycles of hot and cold to to happen, but yet it it changed in 50 years. We're supposed to believe that. They want to talk about the science when it suits them, and when it doesn't suit them, they don't want to talk about the science. You know, I thought it was my body, my choice. It's my body. I should be able to decide, do I want to smoke cigarettes? I should be able to decide, do I want to drink alcohol? I should be able to decide, do I want to do drugs? That should be up to me. And as long as I'm not bothering somebody else, this is the United States of America. I should be able to choose what I want to do and I should be responsible for the outcomes and the consequences of those things which I choose to do. And that's the problem that we have. We have too many people who want to have the privileges and, and the rights, but they don't want to have the responsibility. We have too many people who want to go out and have unprotected sex and have children. And then they want you and I to pay for those, child, for those children to grow up. They have unprotected sex and then they want to use abortion as child uh, as essentially as, a, um, you know, as protection. They want to use that as a plan B when this child's already being formed in the womb. You know, we have too many people who want to go out and they want to do things. They want to have fun, but they don't want to pay the consequences. And that's what's wrong with this country. We have never done this before. We didn't even do this for polio people who lost the ability to breathe on their own, had to live the rest of their life in an iron lung. Did you know there's actually people who still live in those things? There's still people today that are living in iron lungs. I watched a video on a guy that uh, got his law degree from his iron lung. We didn't even do this for that. We didn't do this for that, which that is worse than dying, in my opinion. Do you really want to live in a metal container for the rest of your life? I'd rather be dead. I really would. And of course, somebody out there somewhere is probably saying, well, you you would be dead, Kevin, because you got the virus. No, I've had the virus. It didn't affect me. You know, that's the other thing, too. And I think this has something to do with blood type. I might be wrong, but I'd be interested to see if people with a certain blood type are more or less susceptible to this virus. Unless I'm gravenly mistaken, and I might be. I've been wrong before. I'm willing to admit that. But I think your blood type, to some extent, has some uh, something to do with the way that you respond to illnesses and uh, your immune system. That might be wrong. I might be partially right. I'm not sure. But I would be interested in seeing that information. I don't know if anybody's even looked into that, but I'd like to see that. But what I'd like to know is why it's anyone's business. Why is it anyone's business whether I've been vaccinated or not? They're not allowed to ask me HIPAA questions. They're not allowed to ask me about uh, illnesses or, or mental illnesses or things of that sort if I were to have them. It's none of their business. And it's the same way for this virus. It's none of their business whether someone has had a shot or not. And I don't care if it makes somebody feel good. Why is it that it, that it matters what that person thinks, how they feel, but it doesn't matter how I think or how I feel? Aren't we supposed to be for equality today? How about you worry about yourself and I'll worry about myself? How about whenever I go to the bathroom and I want to wash my hands, I wash my hands and I use a paper towel to open the doors. How about I do that so I don't spread diseases and so I don't get sick? How about you do the same thing? How about you wash your hands when you're done? Because you know what? Y'all people are gross. I'll say that again. Y'all are gross. Not you guys in particular, but everybody else in this world is gross. How many people do you know? who go to the bathroom and do not wash their hands afterwards. How many people do you know go to the bathroom and then use that dryer that's just shoving all that dirty, diseased air, uh, different particles that should be going down the commode and instead are being you know, uh, surrounded, they're being thrown up into the air and now it's being shoved on your hands. All that nastiness that we don't want to think about, all those things, those people that are coming out of the bathroom and then touching all those utensils on the buffet, Yeah, there's something to think about next time you go and get something to eat. You want me to wear a mask, but you're not telling other people that they need to open that door with a paper towel? You know, I went down to McDonald's. Let me throw McDonald's under the bus for a second because these other companies are doing this and then we'll be done. This is, like I said, it's my second podcast. I'm almost out of time. McDonald's down here. I went into the restroom. Guess what? There are no paper towels. Why? Why? probably because they don't want their workers to have to go in there to take the garbage out, probably because people were jerks and left those paper towels all over the floor. How are you supposed to open that door without taking your hands, you know, and, and opening that door with your hands? They have these sinks where you can put your hands under it. You can put your hand under the under the soap dispenser. You can put it under the, the water dispenser, and it's automatic. You can stand there. You can wipe your hands. Then you can go over to that air dryer and get all that dirty dirty air that's being circulated through all over your freshly cleaned hands. And then you go over to the door and you have to pull the door open rather than push it. What sense does that make? Why, why couldn't you push the door open? Wouldn't that make more sense? You could use your foot, your knee, the back of your elbow. Why not have people open the door when they go in rather than be able to push the door through and then have to pull the door open? You know, these are common sense things we could think about. These are things that actually would make a difference. This virus can get in through your eyes, through your, through your nose, through your mouth. Why is it we're not talking about people going to the restroom and, and washing their hands, wiping their hands, using soap, using paper towels? Why aren't we talking about that? That would at least be effective and efficient. That'd be free. It would be so easy to do. But instead, we want to tell other people how to live their life. So wear a mask, people. Wear a mask. Because it might make somebody else feel better. And frankly, I don't care about somebody else in that regard. That's all there is to it, guys. That's how I feel. Let me know what you think. This episode's done. Guys, thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time. Take care now.